1: Welcome to It's a Crime. I'm Linda and today we're going to be talking about a fire that occurred six days before Suzanne Morphew was reported missing. In my triangle theory video there was conflicting information about a fire that prompted me to make that video. In this video we're going to be exploring that fire and potentially show you how it could tie into the Suzanne Morphew case. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below and hit that notification bell to all. Please give it a like if you support this and share this out where you can. Now let's get into it. On May 4th, 2020, six days before Suzanne Morphew was reported missing, there was a fire that occurred on mile marker 207 in Maysville, Colorado, according to the CAD reports. For those of you who don't know what a CAD is, a CAD is a computer dispatch, but most of you probably know. And in this case, it was dispatched to the fire department. Now it shows at 4.04 p.m. there was a fire. It also states that it was human caused. And according to an article from OutThereColorado.com, it states that the fire was started by a small tree branch on power lines. Now, I'm assuming here that it was first called in and reported and marked as human-caused, and then the firefighters found out that there was a small branch on a power line that caused it. More on that in a minute. Also, the article reported that it was a driver that reported the sight of flames and there were also several reports received that smoke was seen from Salida. Now the article said firefighters were able to contain the high elevation blaze before it destroyed the historic log cabin situated on the pass at mile marker 207. The fire burned an estimated 5.5 acres. Here's what's odd. The historic log cabin is actually in the triangle area where I showed you in my last video, the triangle area that Barry Morphew pointed out. And this log cabin is not on mile marker 207. This is what got me first on the hunt for this fire and where the cabin is in the first place because either it meant that the fire was at mile marker 207, and the cabin is just down the road, but they said, you know, they saved the day and it didn't hit the cabin. And the way it's stated in the article is just not quite accurate, or that fire was actually in the triangle near the cabin also the article says in a facebook post chafee county fire protection district revealed more about the cabin explaining that it was located at the town site of arborville on private land west of fusis creek arborville is an old ghost town it says reportedly known for its parlor house in the mining days of the county and i described that in my last video as well and arborville is actually where that old cabin is where I mentioned, which is in the triangle near Suzanne's house. But it's not on private land west of Fusis Creek. That's where the fire was. Here's the actual Facebook post. They even showed the cabin as a picture and it says, This is the structure our firefighters saved yesterday on the mile marker 207 fire on Monarch Pass. It's an historic cabin in the town site of Arborville on private land west of Fusis Creek. Strong work. So you can see how one could be confused, right? The article states that the fire started Tuesday, but that is false. It started on Monday, as we can see in the CAD report, and the crew did continue to clean up on Tuesday. So what's weird, of course, is that log cabin that I'm aware of is the one in the triangle called Arborville. And I can't find anything that is a cabin on mile marker 207. Unless there is something there that I'm just not aware of. If you know that answer, can you please put it in the comments below or better yet, show me on Google Maps where that is or send me an email at at gmail.com and in the subject line, put location of cabin on mile marker 207. I'd really, really appreciate it. And I've also been asking all kinds of people about where this location is and some simply just won't respond about it, some have the same conflicting information, and so I just decided I'm moving forward with this. And it bothers me enough to keep searching and when something bothers me, I know not to let it go and to explore it more. Now I did however get an answer from someone who's been helping me do this research and find out where exactly the fire is. He's been an enormous help and you know who you are, so thank you so much. Also, I did ask a reputable source about this fire and I was told that the fire department didn't even know about this fire and that it came from Barry uh, stating that it was a fire. But there was a fire and it's a big one and there's so much conflicting information Not just about this fire, about the whole darn case. What are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments below. Now let's go back to the west side of this triangle. Here is mile marker 207 on the map. Here's where I was told the fire was and it is from a fairly reputable source where it came from. And we do not know exact, exact coordinates of where the fire started on the power line. But we know in the general area. And here's where the power lines are. There are actually two sets of power lines. They have the high tower set and then the regular power lines. They actually go along from that mile marker 207. You can see it go along Fusas Creek. So I do question where the origin of the fire actually was on those power lines because it seems to have started over a little more west. So I would love to have that information as well. Now, let's go back to the CAD report. In the CAD, it says two acres were burned, and that's when it was first reported. In the article, it stated 5.5 acres, which is not a small fire. And I did some conversions because I wanted to know just how big that is. And it says 5.5 acres is actually 239,580 square feet. That is not a little fire. And how can this fire just vanish into thin air like Suzanne did. I want to know was Barry at this fire since he is a volunteer firefighter and the family more than likely knew that there was a fire because of the smoke and it's near the house and we heard in the beginning from a few sources that Barry was at firefighter training that weekend Suzanne went missing. And then it changed that he was in Denver, in Broomfield doing that wall job. So as I said, there's so much conflicting information, we think we need to go one way and then we're diverted to another. Now I wanna show you something that's very important. Let's connect some dots. Let's take a look at the map and paint a picture of what we know. We will start with the triangle that Barry talks about and that I covered in my last video the bike is found in the northwest corner of the triangle the article that was found was just outside the triangle heading west as Barry described on the video in the Dr. Oz show Dr. Oz said that it was a helmet that was found Barry also mentions on the video that he found some men's clothing at Fusis Lake which is at the bottom of the triangle Notable is where the area going west, where an article was found, is right near mile marker 207. Also notable where Fusis Lake is, is also just south of that mile marker 207. Now here's where it gets further interesting. I'm gonna play you a short clip where Barry talks about the article going west and then what he says just after that.
2: We've covered all of this really good, this triangle with search and rescue so we're pretty comfortable that she's not in this triangle between the rv park your truck this road and then the next road but what seems to have happened from the investigators and they don't give much and i've got private people working for me is maybe she was abducted right here and They found an article going west of hers. They won't tell us what it is. So they sent another team after they found the article that covered this hillside all the way down to the river pretty good. My concerns were this way and that way if it was the cat, because the cats, they dragged their prey up the mountain and out of peoples. We can't find sign for the cat, but we got rain like, right yeah, away. Yeah. could have washed away sign.
1: So he just said that, so they sent another team after they found the article that covered this hillside all the way down to the river pretty good. That hill that he's talking about, that was covered all the way down to the river really good, this is the same hill that was where the fire area was. And I don't actually think it was searched in September. Again, conflicting information. If you were in the search and you did look in that area, can you please comment below? Send me an email at itsacrimeandashame at gmail.com and let me know the ins and outs of what took place in that area or just a general idea If you were in, if you were searching. And here's the map from profiling evil of the searches. It doesn't look like that area was searched, although it may have been. It's just really hard to tell. And now let's take it another step further. As I just found out just a couple days ago about the area that was hit on by cadaver dogs. I knew of the hit by the cadaver dogs, but I didn't know of the location. I've been waiting for this information and I just found out and it's in fact in the triangle. This is no surprise to me, in my opinion. So thank you to Profiling Evil for that info because this is very important. And it's actually not only in the triangle but also right near Arborville's cabin. Very interesting. And I've been talking about this triangle over and over and over again since June pretty much since we've heard about it. If you are a regular viewer, you know what I mean. And if you are new, be sure to check out some of my prior videos. I'll put that in the description below. And in my opinion, there's a bit of, or type of guidance, if you will, by Barry. He asked about the bike and then the bike was found. He was looking for the helmet and then the helmet was found a couple days later. He mentions the triangle and where not to look. Yet cadavers hit on ascent, and of course his house and Suzanne's house is there as well. He mentions the hill and that it doesn't need to be looked at because the searchers searched real good and yet there was a fire there. Also, it's where the men's clothing was found according to Barry and the fire. I want to give another thanks to Profiling Evil because on their site I found out a little more info snacks that caught my attention. It's not related to the fire, but it is important, and so I thought I would put it in this video. You may or may not heard of this yet, but on May 4th, which is actually the same day of the fire, there was a permit that was submitted by Davis Plumbing, and on the 8th of May, which was on the Friday, was submitted by Davis Mechanical which has a very familiar name on it, George Davis, who's Barry's friend, and the one he was staying with while Barry and Suzanne's house was being investigated and searched. And remember, that was where we heard Barry was pacing back and forth, looking out the window, hoping he can see Suzanne. Now, by Monday, May the 11th, the day after Suzanne was reported missing, there was an approved inspection on the insulation, under slab, it says, and for the plumbing. Barry was also on site that Monday morning, and it was reported that the concrete was poured that day. So now we have a fire that occurred six days before Suzanne was reported missing. It's a fire that would be very close to Suzanne and Barry's home. And it would be quite threatening in that area and to their home. Fires spread fast. I've personally witnessed this in very similar terrain in Canada. Barry may or may not have been at that fire since he's a volunteer firefighter, but I'm sure he knew about it. And either way, it's kind of hard not to know about it since it would potentially threaten your home in that area and it's only minutes away. And of course, according to reports, it's 5.5 acres in size. So I would think it would be hard not to notice. And I've mentioned this before. I'm not sure when their girls actually went camping on the camping trip, but I'm certainly wondering if it was on a Monday. And I'm naturally curious at this point. Also, there's a discrepancy on who the girls went on a camping trip with. More on that later. And so let's go back to that location of the fire again. Here is why I also bring this up and I've been wanting to talk about this. A fire brings warmer ground. And a warmer ground is a warmer spot perhaps to dig, especially on a frosty night in May. It's possible. It's talked about on the video where not to look, just like the triangle and interestingly, cadaver dogs hit in that area. I'm also looking at another part of this area as well as the person who's been helping me has brought forth some very interesting information. Once I connect a few more dots, that may be a future video. And one more thing, I want to speak to Real Gone Adventure Media right now. Uh, Gonzo if you're watching, as I know you've been watching some of my content and commenting so I appreciate you, uh, please check out where this fire area was. Even just to see for yourself where this 240,000 square foot fire was and where it could have been potentially started. I'm curious and concerned all at the same time. And I'm very grateful that you are there, boots on the ground, looking for Suzanne. It's time for her to come home. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon